away from all that, over to La Liga, because and let me just say that even if Barcelona don't want to win this league, they're not going to give it to them by force. We are, uh-uh. we must win this league. Don't worry, we'll be useless when you're here. Who are you? I know, I know. Even now, you used to watch watch the league. Please pass the message to you guys to watch it. We watch the league. Okay, yeah, we okay. watch the league. Stop for me. Okay, uh, watch the league. Uh, uh, Me uh, introduction is that. I'm sorry. Do better, moderator. Please. <laughs> see, when I say, when I say, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that nobody is saying that. But when I playing extremely well, I was watching that game on Sunday. The other, I was like, yeah, this is a team that I, want, I expect them to qualify ahead of United in Europa League come next week. You get my point. But Sorry, it's bro. obvious that whatever it is that Real Madrid were doing last season, they're not doing it this season. They give yeah, the games think, they've won, they've struggled. I, I think the Galacticos, like I point, like I rightly pointed. They've been struggling since after the World Cup. And their showing against Mallorca was ridiculous because, yes, the officiating was not favorable like the way it was under the under a particular era. But we had players, Ceballos, Vini, everybody was just in the referee's face. Like, for Christ's sake, like, yes, I know I defend Vini a lot on this show, but... That was very unprofessional. Like, yes, like the ref cannot always give decisions in your favor. And I understand that, okay, the league actually needs to protect their star players and all of that. But it was just ridiculous. It was like a secondary school team showing. Because Mallorca, they were defending, they were sitting back. And the Madrid team was so nervous, maybe because uh, Cotua had injury during warm-up, Benzema was not playing, Modric and, and Cruz did not start the game. So it almost felt like they were not confident. And they were not, throughout the game, they didn't play with confidence at all. I watched the game from the beginning to the end. And there were countless moments I was screaming at Asensio. The lad even lost the PK, like, on the platter of good. And I'm like, so it just goes to show that the dynamism of the team is not there at this, at this moment. And I love the fact that Barcelona is capitalizing on that. We gave them a lot of stick in the beginning of the season and they stepped up. They showed us that, okay, they, they have what it takes to actually um, hold the bull by John. Sorry for the pun, the Spanish bull. So, they've been uh, speaking, well. speaking of Barcelona, um, Barcelona, speaking about Barcelona bullish, um, when Kunde joined um, Barcelona in the summer, one of his first comments that he made to the French media was, oh, yes, I can play right back. But I don't want to play right back. I don't like to play right back. I'm, I'm, I prefer to play center back or something. But it's obvious when you watch the team, the, the recent streak they've been on, the way they've been defending proper leader. Kunde needs to play right back. So not only needs to play right back, who is going to play right back in Barcelona? <laughs> <laughs> that we are really, really, you know, uh, lacking as a team, and which is one of the, you know. If you look at the game where, where we had a disastrous out, outing, was the game where Kunde, uh, Araugo, and Christensen were injured, and we had to rely mm-hmm. on Eric Garcia and um, uh, what's the other fashion designer? Okay, Bellerin. So, that is a problem. There, 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 there have been games this season where Javi uh, has decided that, oh, 
Baudi play right back. It's at least not one, not two, about four games or five games where Javi decided that. So it was obvious that that's one of the problems we, we had. And the way Javi has set up this team now, it's almost like the left back is playing like an extra winger. So Kunde at right back is almost like that assured. So it's almost like he can almost create a three, four, three shape when we have the ball and then bow the back and the shape can return. So, and you need to look at even at the World Cup with France. He actually did a very good job, you know, playing mm-hmm. as a right back. He didn't play right back, yeah. for France. So mm-hmm. obviously, the coaches, his coaches are obviously saying something about him. And even I think there was an interview where he explained that to get into the senior team at Bordeaux, you had to learn how to play right back because that was the position that was available. So he can't play right back. He doesn't like to play right back. But when you have a, an informed Christensen and informed Araugo, obviously you need to play Kunde because he's obviously one of your informed defenders also. So making provision for him to be on the pitch is one of the bad. And I think he would rather play right back than sit on the bench because even at that right back position, you know, he's part of the attack, he's fluid. He joins the he joins the attack occasionally. He's very solid in the back, covers a lot of balls. So, at the end of the day, no player wants to sit on the bench. So, as much as he doesn't like it, I want to assume that he's okay. Play right back for now. <laughs> um, play, um, play in Italy. It seems like it's going to be Napoli all the way because whatever it is Milan did last year, it's not working this year. Like, since after the World Cup, there's, there's been all kinds of molestations from Sassuolo. And even when they are not being molested, they're molested in the uh, Italian Super Cup final in Saudi Arabia against Inter. Even when they're not being molested, they find creative ways to lose games. I am wondering, where, where's the spark? Where's the, where's the same young, exciting thing we saw last season that we all enjoyed watching? Yeah, I remember in 2020 when... And also, he gets Rangnick and he goes Pioli, and we were like, oh, yes, Pioli has earned the job. And despite the fact that he, is, he, has, he always has a marginal diminishing return as manager, it's so it's Inter, so it's Lazio, so it's, it's even Fiorentina also. Yeah. I feel like we have gotten there now. Like, it took us <laughs> three years, but we are finally there. Like, okay. Credit card ATS expire. Like, oh, yeah. Like, it's, I it's not that they were losing games, it's that. It's that it, um, it doesn't seem like Pioli knows how to fix this issue because I guess in time in the derby this weekend he, he went three five two as dropped sorry, he dropped layout like, sorry to interrupt you he just said like he was trying to replicate what Inter was going to do and I was like what this is very stupid you have Rafael Liao a player that is very fluid that understands your style and all of a sudden you just say okay because we are playing Inter you know what let's just copy and paste whatever it is they are doing. Yeah, like you can, and you can tell when that happened. Like that's the money that is crumbling. Like something should just work. Like it's starting to lose faith in his own trusted system. And once that happens, once the players notice that they are losing faith in your own trusted system, they will lose faith in you. Like, and it feels like time is taking for it's taking for purely. And and the Champions League returns next week, so it's going to be interesting to see how they manage to do that against us. Like if, because wow. it, was it, basically, they get knocked out of Champions League. They have nothing to play for again this season. Oh. Um, away from the old football scenario, back to the NBA, because the All-Star game is 
fast approaching Polish and in typical all-star weekend fashion, we always have complaints about, oh my God, this guy should not have been snubbed. This guy was snubbed. Why is this reserve guy not there? There are people in the New, in New York Knicks are fighting that Jalen Brunson should have gone. There are people over in Minnesota and Anthony Edwards yeah. should be there. People in Toronto are screaming oh, yeah. past Kastiaka. <laughs> what I said. I said, Ed, of all people in New York, it's not in the right place. day. So it seems like no matter what the coaches and the media do to pick the reserves, it seems like there's always a fight. Like, should we continue to stick with this system or just let the fans put the entire thing? This system is working. I don't understand why people are always deceiving themselves. Trey Young is averaging <laughs> Trey Young is averaging 25 and 9. Trey Young is currently the eighth seed. They have mm-hmm. almost the same record with the New York Knicks. And Trey mm-hmm. Young is not an all-star. Nobody on Atlanta Hawks is an all-star. But you want me to give two players in the New York Knicks all-star places because of what? I have Julius Randu as an all-star. So you guys are currently seventh. How am I going to give two players in the seventh place team that is, be- be- that is just a 500 team or two all-star places? Where do- who does that? There's no way. So it doesn't just make but over in LA, the people that are complaining that um, Anthony Davis has m- played more games than Zion Williamson. And when last time we saw him, that's been very, very dumb. He was very, very dominant before the injury came in. And has even played well since his return. The people that will tell you that, oh, it, it was unfair to have left out AD. So, uh, both, I think it's a toss up between the two of them. Right? I think it's a toss up. But AD, AD is in the All Star, just didn't start. Or did he miss something like that? It was not a reserve this year. He was he missed all together. Oh, Sabonis and who else was the there's Sabonis, there's Jar Morant, there's, there's... Paul Paul Johnson. Is a reserve. Okay, okay. I think, yeah, I think Williamson is starting. Zion, so I think Zion. So the, the the thing with Zion and the problem with Zion and even the problem with AD is that every single time they step on the court. They give you so dominant performance that if you are those kind of person, if you are the kind of person that holds on to nostalgic performances and stuff like that, you are always going to be um uh like blown away because the numbers are there. The only thing I'll have said is that I if I was picking, I'd rather pick um AD probably ahead of Paul George. Sabonis deserves to be there, but I'll rather I'll probably have picked AD ahead of Paul George. Now Saying that, I need to remind people because when they keep mentioning that fans and like, the start blaming fans, some 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 players voted for Chetum Green. I think I've mentioned it before. <laughs> yes, <laughs> can, you, can you blame fans and then players are voting for Chet? Because if the players voted the way fans voted, see a large portion of fans obviously will vote a bit of bias, but mm-hmm. a, a number of fans will still vote competence in terms of who. Especially not in their conference. So there'll be that balance. So if I'm a fan of Chicago, for example, yes, I might pick Zach Levine, even though he doesn't deserve it, the Rosen, Busevich in the East. But when I get to the West, I'll always know that, oh, these guys are actually the best players. And I'll probably pick the best guys from the West. So fans vote usually always balance out. It's the players that, how can you tell me that a player will vote to that did not play a game? And you're talking about fans. They need to take their vote to also because it means that someone in someone in OKC decided that, and it's not just OKC. He had the law of votes. 
So that means the 50-man-row staff, probably all of them, decided that they're good, probably going to be funny or something to vote for Chet Holmgren. So I think that votes like that. Probably some of the votes that should have gone to Anthony Davis in the front court went to Chet Holmgren. So that's where you start having skewed uh, spots like that. But you can't say, oh, um, you ought to blame one person. Eventually, I think it's eventually itself. And to be honest, as much as I would like, AD deserves sort of... You can't be missing, you can't be street clothes and be missing games every time. This <laughs> is true. Colin, Colin had said it. He said there should be some stipulation in terms of okay, if you don't play uh 70% of the games before the all-star break, you shouldn't you, should be, you shouldn't start or even make the all-star. If you don't if you lose too many, like there should be stipulations like that. That because if you miss too many away, like away games, for example, where Teams to just rest all their star players. If you miss too many of that, there should be a way to like uh, regulate it or something like that. Because you can't tell me that you just come beginning of the season, you present for four or five games, you play dominant for twelve or fifteen games, you went for another fifteen games. Yeah, it's not your fault. Nobody's saying you know get, uh, that you can you are like you you are you can stop injuries, but still, man, you are injured. You have you have played less than twenty some twenty five thirty games in the season. If you get your stuff, fine. If you don't get it, no more. Go and work on your body so that you be available next day. That is what I was saying. I'm not even feeling or pitting or hoping or you know, stressed about it. Definitely not for Jalen Brown. The thing should be left the way it is because it evens out eventually. If he actually was fit, he probably nobody can deny him the Oscar. Um, away from sports itself, I never just. So, I don't know why I woke up in the morning and um, Nigerians chose violence because Bonaboy didn't win to awards. And I'm wondering, why are you people like this? I know that you people stood under the, <laughs> under the cold weather in December for so long. But can't you people be forgiving? <laughs> why are you dragging Bonaboy for losing? Like, but, my, but, but the hypocrisy in this for me is, last year when um, Daddy Bolu did not win, you said that to help with the Grammys. And every other thing, like we don't care about the Grammys, we need to focus on our own award, blah blah blah, and all what have you. Now that um Bonner has lost, you are celebrating and saying, Yeah, he's a bad person. Like Bonner must have really offended Nigerians at this point. No, I I I, I think whoever brought um this town rivalry into Nigerian music industry is who needs to be checked. We need to check that person's brain and be sure that it's not soldiers that say that person's brain. Like it has to be said that you can you can be a fan of Bonner Boy and not necessarily like whiskey music and not necessarily it's the dude. Like it is just that simple. And as Africans and Nigerians, we need to understand that the world does not revolve around us. Like, yes, he lost to Grammy, but he's not the only person that has lost Grammy nominations and all of that. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj is yet to win one. So do you hear people... Yeah. Yes, I, I know this was nominated four times. Yeah, I like I know that there's always debate about it that she deserves a Grammy, but it's not to the extent that we now start picking fights. I think I, I was scrolling through my status today and a lot of people were just making fun of Bruno and I'm like, are you guys sick? Like, do you need to get a doctor or something? So I feel like he got nominated twice, he lost both, but he has he had won it before. Though there's a lot to say about the organizers of the award, but let's just leave it that way. So I don't really think losing an award should be a big deal. It should just be more of a boost to his shoulders and say, you know what, I'm going to preview Purong that I can win a Grammy without Puff Daddy. So it's just as simple as that. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
you are going the uh, gentleman route. You are not, you know that. <laughs> See, in, in para, you know what they call it? Jealousy. Jealousy. <laughs> because you need to understand the old dynamics. As, as crazy as, you know, in uh, uh, Whiskey Chelsea, uh, Davido, Bonner, as crazy as they are online, sometimes they provide premium entertainment. You know, when you're, mm-hmm. when you're just just on the sideline looking at all their madness it can be very entertaining now last year when uh babalu that is also the least state is no win or something like that where babalu need to see the trolling online the trolling was <laughs> so as much as i'm not a fan i'm not a i'm not like, i can't say i'm not a fan of whiskey because i enjoy whiskey music but i'm not a Whiskey DFC. I'm not a member. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me go. Mm-hmm. I'm not a member of Whiskey DFC. But if I was a member of Whiskey DFC, <laughs> if I was. <laughs> what we went through last year on the in the eyes of the troll, both from Tim Davido and uh, Tim Bonner. Ah, I lie. I <laughs> well, but Bonish, don't you think that they deserved it last year? Because what Whiskey DFC was in last year was... If you forget about this, this is a matter of bands. There's nothing concerning I know, I know. But don't forget that that last year... Wolves, wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> yeah, you are going your official. I don't, I don't understand you. Your life community. When they want to ban somebody, for example, maybe Man United lose Brighton. You know what I that Brighton place where they blah blah blah. Or even for example, let's say if Man United were robbed in a game and they lose two mm-hmm. one. It's not that mm-hmm. like we're robbed now, but also that but we don't care. At that point, we don't care if they were robbed or not. They're telling us about they rob you, eh? My one call. We want you to ban you. You have lost the game. You are not telling me. You're not telling me that they did not give you penalty. Okay, we'll go and collect it now. Go and blow whistle. So, what's the ban? It's not see. What it is, uh, the album deserves it, does not deserve it. It's right, it's not right. It's our team, it's not our team. Nothing concerned banting with all those songs. Our own is La Kubenya did not win award this year. That's what we're saying. But that you can you cannot use uh, what's the name of that uh, uh, man, uh, the man that did uh, Yusuf Nasiko. Uh, there was one meme I saw where the, where Babasui was he used Babasui's uh, picture. Where he said, uh, but I was talking about the dog cast last last night. Everybody, Babasui now said, "Man, will you fetch up for me?" Because Grammy was listening and he said, "Man, will you fetch up?" Mama already. So it's not about deserve. They don't deserve. This is just pure online band. Next year. If they don't, if then ah, next if they mistakenly nominate, they will do ah. He better win it too because <laughs> 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 he can't go for life. Yeah, we get to witness it by, by God's grace. Yeah. Oh God, cool. But on a more serious note, some people have advocated like Nami Banks and Cole and get that. But maybe there should be an Afrobeat category in the Grammys, which I don't necessarily agree with. Yes, Afrobeat is rising and it's rising fast. But I just feel like that's like that's like a little bit unfair to the Grammys. Yeah, and ultimately, like, he's still, like, seeking foreign validation for the old Afrobeats category. But um, first of all, in terms of music, surely your music should be able to compete with other, other foreign music on its own level without needing its own set of category. And I feel like the most important thing here, like, for me about this Grammy is that ultimately, 
I don't care. Like I really, really do not care. Like the old, um, Beyonce was robbed. Arista is no, in no concern. Like it's music. Like okay, yes, fine. It was robbed. Like well, it doesn't really do anything. The only thing that okay, yes, the trolling of Bonner was entertaining, completely entertaining. Like that is. Aside from that, like it didn't really do anything else. Like uh, Afrobeat category, no Afrobeat category, and like. The only reason why I could support an Afrobeat category is that the banter might increase now because they, they, could, they, could, they could genuinely nominate Bonner Boy Whiskey and they do in one category and, and, and they want them now win. One of like, them now win. Like a fantastic content for that week. So, like, that one, yes. So, frankly, they should do, they should do it for that reason. Oh, good. Um, on the final note, since Netflix have decided that they are sticking to their guns, no password sharing. If you are going to share password, I have to go to Elementor's house in Akure to go and log in once every three months so that it will feel like I have to log into his Wi-Fi to look like, yes, we are staying in the same house. Then from there again, I will come back to Lagos and come and use it for the next 29 days then go back and go and log into his Wi-Fi again to be like, oh, I don't do in house now. I'm in his house for a change. We are all in the same household. Like this whole rules to try and increase their customers or the number of people that subscribe. Seems on paper to them, they're expecting millions and millions of subscribers. But there are people out there that are thinking, oh, it's time to return back to Pirate B. Like, is that that simple as that? Because the whole part was made news. Like, okay, imagine for if you are working with Netflix and basically, okay, you have a project, you're not going for three months. You can't use your own Netflix if you're working with Netflix. So, (laughs) like, you cannot use your own Netflix. Okay, like. It's, they're going to be very shocked when they see that okay, uh, people are no longer they have lost like four million subscribers and people are still watching their shoes like the the torrent you want like I don't understand like it was convenient and it was cheap and they want to remove those two things at the same time like it is one of the worst business strategies I've ever seen like I don't think they understand what is coming frankly. Just, I think I think, I think on this matter I'll just say one thing is the fact that. In the technology space, it is it is one of the fastest moving, fastest paced space, and I would explain. There was there was a time that the coolest kids were those that were using Facebook, and when Facebook was not innovative enough, when Facebook was not cool enough, what happened? We turned Facebook to the app for the elderly, for the mm-hmm. millennials and co. So, I think Netflix is just digging their own grave because. From the moment they implement that particular law, rule, whatever it is they call it, me for one, I will stop paying my subscription. Because I have I have like four people that I have given my password to. Sometimes we need to call each other. Like there's one stupid thing they even do that even annoys me. Two of more than two of us cannot watch at the same time. So I need to call somebody and tell the person, Are you using my Netflix? Can you log out please? I want to see something like it is so inconvenient. Like it is so inconvenient. The moment you <laughs> The, the moment you prioritize the prof, your profit over the convenience and what is your competitive advantage, what was your competitive advantage over blockbusters? This is it. It is the convenience, the fact that we don't want to go to the cinemas, we don't want to go to rentals and, and all of that stuff. It's something that we could easily do from the comfort of our phone. My DSTV now password is with like six people. My Amazon Prime is where, like the moment one of them inconvenience me i just simply stop the subscription and i am very sure that at the point even families that stay in the same room it will become inconvenient for them and they would stop it's just easy they are their stock price is tanking already so i think this is just the beginning of the end 
Well, um, validation in terms of so I don't know who their what their business people are talking about because if you look at the options that are available, that's the first thing you need to first ask before you come up mm-hmm. with a stifling rule like that. You need you need to first consider the people have options. Even in yes. the legal case, now I'm not even talking about um, what's called illegal streaming and the likes, which our brothers and myself in Africa are going to use. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, I just I just see some, some, some of us. See, you that some of us paid for some of this subscription because we felt like, oh, how much is it? And it's three people have this okay, problem. Exactly. Yeah. Now you're telling me that. I have to pay that for every apartment that my friends are using, we are using together. We have to like be nah, don't worry, just keep your moving. Up. So, that's I think whoever is advising them, there's you know, Disney Plus, there's Prime, there are so many other things that even have more content than some of the things, some of the shows. Because who was the best Netflix movie or series or TV show that you're even thinking of? Oh. This is the best that Netflix has given us in the last three years. Can it compare to the what Disney Plus is giving? Can it compare exactly. to what Prime? Oh, HBO Max or something. Like that. Even, Hulu, even Hulu says yeah. it's doing better than them. What have they done? HBO is there. So you just feel like you people don't know what you're doing. But I think we'll find out, you know, in the next couple of you know months when they implement it, we'll see if you know we might we might be wrong. In the sense that as much as maybe the people that already are already paying now, maybe they'll keep paying. We never can say. But I feel like there will obviously be a downturn in terms of people paying because a lot of people that pay are paying on behalf of people. Like yep. the person that you see, so when when you see that you don't, for example, I I I don't only watch Netflix when maybe family members come to visit or something. Exactly. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of people are sharing yeah. and combining together. So I, I on a on a on a, on a day to day basis, seven days in a week, I probably will log on to Netflix maybe once. There are so many, you know, even some of the most popular series that came out, you know, recently, all these Nigerian flicks that came out. I've not seen any of them until someone comes to my house and puts them on. I usually don't watch. So you not tell me that the password that you know we're sharing together, I should come and pay for it separately because I'm the only one. I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys um thank you so much for being here um until next week monday after the super bowl where we plan to do a full in-depth review of the super bowl hopefully coolest predictions will be right come next week wait what's coolest um, prediction the eagles to win <laughs> opposite pali huh? the eagles to win <laughs> I'm about to bubble. I think I think we are we are all together. There's no jokes. I believe you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Have a lovely weekend. Good night, guys. Yeah, cheers, everyone.